Well, hello everyone and welcome to the first episode. The first one was episode zero, the pilot, and this is number one. And we're doing this on uh, basically Charsada and speaking about some of the issues around it. So you wanted to say something in the beginning, Musharraf. Well, I mean, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, it's always, uh, I don't know, I I really didn't, you know, I, I mean, what, what do you say? Well, that you said you had. Well, I mean, I you know, inna lillahi wa inna rajiun, you know, I mean, it's it's interesting what we say when people die, like, uh, you know, what Muslims say when, when somebody dies. Yeah. I mean, it's... You, you know what it means, right? Like, it's yeah. basically, like, from him we come and to him we all return. Yeah. And so it's a very sort of, it's very, very final. Yeah. Right? And that's, I mean, that's what that's what death is. Yeah. But I also think that there's an inherent, uh, almost a defeat when, when people go like this. You know, when people die normally, you know, it's, it's different. But when people are killed like this, there's a, there's a, obviously I think there's a lot of anger and a lot of sorrow. Um, but I guess for me, the thing is injustice, like that there's a, there's a, Epical injustice when when people are killed like this. Yeah. When children, I mean, I've been seeing these pictures of this professor, uh, chemistry teacher. Yeah. PhD. Yes. I mean. Seven publications. Have you seen his? I mean, see, look at it. I mean, kid is really cute. I mean, really he's sad. Like he's this gorgeous child man, you know, who was teaching chemistry in a place like Charsada. Mm. It's literally like the dream. It's like our dream. Yeah. I mean, you've lived this dream. Mm. You started your life as a teacher. Yeah. In Peshawar. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, uh, frankly, I think of all my colleagues who are still there and uh, and they're doing it with a sense of passion. They could have actually been doing a number of other things had they wanted to. And to a degree, um, you know, I feel like I know him because I know his type. And in some ways, it's actually because of this 5%. These contributions are amazing. And I think about this guy, university I mean, and look at it, doing one thing on top of that, if that was not heroic, going out to defend his students, taking out his pistol, all that. These are things that we shouldn't be expecting of people. Or is Bandika, I think the key thing is like when you say, ke, what do we say to the dead? In this case, mein, I think Amara Joshare Peshawar or KP, the thing is like, how much can you expect of one to actually bear APS? Or we char panchis recently. And Ulta, I think, our coping mechanism is we automatically speak of Shahadat. We automatically speak of these things. Or, and that is true according to, say, uh, religious definition. But at the same time, kabhi na kabhi ek celebratory cheese immediately shuru ho jati hai. Ke, you know, higher purpose ke liye kuch ho gaya. But the problem is that they should not have been victims. Like going on a 9 to 5 to your university which is a huge huge contribution to society lekin to expect them ke isme shahadat bhi ho ya maut bhi ho i mean this is things that where society has failed them 
आई थिंक समटाइम्स हम जब ये बातें कर लेते हैं इट्स अ सेल्फ इट्स ऑल्सो अ नीडेड थिंग लाइक वन यू ट्राइंग टू मेक सेंस ऑफ दिस मेरे बच्चे मर गए एट स्कूल जस्ट फॉर गोइंग टू स्कूल एंड देन समी टेल्स यू के शहीद हैं ये एंड देन यू सी दैम इन योर माइंड एज लिविंग एंटिटीज जस्ट नॉट विथ यू ठीक है तो इट्स अ सेल्फ इट मेक्स यू इट डजेंट टेक अवे एनी पेन बट इट इट हैज़ अ फंक्शन एंड आई सी वाई इट्स देयर हावेवर द प्रॉब्लम जो मुझे आजकल नज़र आ रहा है वो यही है कि यू नो इट कॉन्ट स्टॉप ऑन इट्स ओन यू सेंग टू मी पहले कि यू आस्ट मी कि तुझे याद है कितने लोग मर्दान में मरे आई फोगाट द नंबर Do we even remember that there was an attack in Mardan? Ha, ah, exactly. The, December 29th. December 29th. Okay, now usse pehle bade bear bhi tha. How many people in Quetta? Ha, I told you. We forget the stuff, man. Ha. The same day that they that that Jarsada the Bachakhan University was attacked. There was an attack in Kabul. Yes. Seven people from Tolo TV died. Ha. I mean, you know, Tolo TV is interesting. it's part of what i what seems to me you know as kind of an outsider to that subculture you know uh it's kind of this dawn of like the globalized pashtun sort of ah. uh, you know i don't know what to call it diaspora. not right identity or diaspora yeah. but s- something like a consciousness ah. yeah globalized pashtun consciousness yeah. like tolo tv is a big part of that yeah. so is khaybar yeah. you know and 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 a lot of what stuff that i don't understand because i don't speak the language yeah. and these seven kids i mean again like i mean how old could they be these are, these are producers and associate producers <laughs> and they're just you know that's it huh. so uh is it now now coming to something else on this is i was going through a piece by jaz hader right actually several pieces that he wrote in a bit of a series for news we could ek cheez that comes out or maybe ye soch raha hu na what what's been our immediate reaction two things i found very interesting yeah ek there is a sudden reaction ke ya logon ne keh diya ke bas enough with the songs theek hai na they've got a criticism ke ispr ka focus ye hai and uh, the second one is is that like you know who's been doing the job or not and i think one of the sad things that sometimes we forget is ke is kism ke conflict mein there's going to be an inevitability unfortunately because these guys are so spread out they're so entrenched it's going to take time lekin i think jo asli cheez hai na you might be able to finish with these terror groups you might be able to contain them you might lekin jo real cheez hai na wo ye hai ke how do you control the mindset that produces this because ek dafa i read an article a long time ago control about, is that is that the right word well uh, problem ye hai ke like you know it's an offshoot of very strong ascetic religious tradition which has been taken into a sort of nuclear fashion into something else entirely well, first of all i don't think it's a product of that what do you think it's a product i mean of? i think it's an inorganic plant huh. I, i don't i don't i don't think that uh, this way of thinking is uh, is particularly organic but i think that's a- actually kind of an academic uh, distinction like who cares ke wo kidhar se aaya नहीं, उन्होंने 
but you know, a lot of this discussion is actually, I think it's headed in a, I don't know if it's a dangerous direction, but not necessarily a direction that, like Pakistan should be really good at this stuff. Like, when American bombardi karke ek masle ko hal karne ki koshish karte hain, to humne sab ne kaha ki yaar ye is tarah hal nahi hoga. Haan, sahi. Haan. Or phir APS ke baad se, essentially, the whole the whole thrust has been kinetic. Yeah. It's basically about either finding and killing bad guys. Yeah. Or finding and prosecuting bad guys. Yeah. But it's all very mechanical and it's not. There's no, there, there's no sort of secondary, tertiary sort of level ah, to it. It's just, it's a law enforcement from, from all-out war yeah. in some places to sort of reasonably sophisticated law enforcement to reasonably not very sophisticated law enforcement. Now, people are going to kill and kill their confessions. Now, what I'm getting to hear is that the sermons that are in the morning, Friday sermons are going to be uh, regulated. In the Sindh mein, uh, but I mean, a lot of people say that it should be happening in uh, in the whole country. I, I think it's worth asking the question: Is that sort of is that what we had in uh, like is that a Pakistani thing, and is it is it a genuinely Pakistani solution? It's an Arab solution. Uh, so, can you name a couple of countries in, in the Arab world? Jahan pe hua? Um. I don't actually remember. I think it's probably Egypt, Saudi. Um, I think Egypt for me is the the easy one. Yeah. Because it hua, satay sal hota ra. Then thoda sa wo steam let off hua. Uh. And then of course uh, General Sisi is in charge in Saudi uh, in uh, in Egypt. Uh. Um, and and you can't say anything. Yeah. Mostly you can't say anything about General Sisi. Yeah. And because General Sisi doesn't want anything said about him, he's found a way to associate saying something about him uh, and associating that with religion. So there's a number of religious sort of things that, you know, are, are not allowed. Yeah. Uh, Bangladesh is, is a great story. Yeah. Bangladesh, a similar example. Yeah. Um, the Awami League. And of course, you know, a lot of people will, will think, well, is Pakistan in any position to criticize you know Bangladesh huh. well first of all I'm not Pakistan yeah <laughs> I mean y- you aren't either with all due respect uh, no. <laughs> you know? so it's just a couple of uh, it's just a couple of people you know talking about uh, what in the world uh. and you know I mean Sheikh Hasina's sort of situation is very interesting because yeah. Bangladesh is fast headed towards becoming a one state you know uh, polity yeah but they have to find a way of letting off some right wing steam because yeah. Bangladesh, just like Pakistan, uh, we'd be surprised how similar we are, despite yeah. you know what we've been taught about how different we are, and you know. And uh, over there, you have again religion sort of being used in a very specific way by the state uh, to disallow some things and allow other things. Yeah. And um, I, I, I'm not sure that that's what. Like, if we don't have a good response to, you know, young men. And we've seen this, right? Islamabad, how many times have you been with your friends? They want to argue with you. They want, they want, they want to be engaged. Right? Yeah, I know you're saying something very serious right now, but I'll do a segue. One of my favorite things was several years ago, right? 
Hizbul Tahrir sent me an email. Obviously, they sent everyone an email, right? But I was one of the few people who responded, maybe. So I wrote back, and it was an economic system of Islam. So I wrote back to the guy, okay, unfortunately, because you are banned in Pakistan, I will not be reading this research report. Yeah, that guy was so cute, even though he's like radical. Why will you not even read it? So what if we banned? We report like he obviously yeah. spent months on it, right? Yeah. And his whole thing was ke, like he couldn't understand that now that I have managed to do it, and someone says that you are in the country, I will not read your intellectual work. Bhi nahi and it was just interesting because again, that point that engagement needed. Well, I mean, but and you know, I, I th- these are not sort of final views, right? Like yeah. the, I think uh, hopefully every serious person in this country is open to thinking about the stuff uh, away from Twitter. Yeah. I, I mean, I say that, like, it's not it's not a throwaway comment. Like, yeah. you cannot think on Twitter. You can vent on Twitter. Yeah. And you can and, gang up on Twitter. And quip on Twitter. And you can quip. You can do all of those things. But yeah. if you want to be reflective, you really have to put away your cell phone, bro. Because yeah. it's <laughs> 140 characters with this with I think for whatever reason uh, this this urge to immediately respond and immediately pontificate you, I, you can't do it yeah. I mean I've tried God knows I, I try every day yeah. it's not easy I think if you if you step back that experience that you had with this fellow yeah. isn't that the whole point like here's a kid who wants to have a discussion with yeah. somebody. Yeah. And I can understand. I mean, I'll tell you, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about to be the guy that's going to do the discussing. Right? Yeah. Because I, I don't have time. Yeah. And I already went through that whole process. Like I was in college. Yeah. And I had a lot of smart roommates and friends and you know, yeah. teachers who put me down and put me in my place and really knocked me down many notches. Khalidema, they just know me. Two names yeah. that are accessible. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Like I'll never forget how embarrassing it was to be. Yeah set straight by them in right. college. And um, I think every young woman and every young man deserves an opportunity to have that, to participate in a conversation. Uh, but you see, the thing that's changed right now that we have to acknowledge is the parameters is ek, what you're talking about is unko opportunity nahi milti. Dusra ye hai ke, you know, how can they get experience in, you know, just having a discussion without actually... But the problem is, that just ambit me ye discussion hai, it actually has serious consequences of life and death. So if you talk to these guys, you know, there's a framework of rules usually. We go away and we think about it. But immediately says, you are Muslim. There's a serious threat. Na, and I think a lot, I think that's absolutely right. It got to be cheese, right? ہم کس سے بات کرنے کی بات کر رہے رائٹ مجھے تو جو چیز ہم 
like wow man this thank god this person's alive can go yeah. to Kutsiko, right um it's a place where you flunk out you flunk in you do just good enough or you do really well and all of that whole that whole life experience i mean to hit a university it's very i mean in many ways i think people people were right yesterday to make parallels between peshawar and uh, and jarsata yeah because what happened at aps and what happened at uh, bacha khan there's a lot of similarities in terms of what you know what was lost huh. also the other thing i i, I don't think logo ko zyad shayad ehsaas ho jo kp se nahi hai हमारे यूनिवर्सिटीज हिस्टोरिकली दे हैव बीन अ हॉट बेड ऑफ प्रोग्रेसिव आइडियाज लाइक हॉट बेड हां हॉट बेड वेरी हॉट ओ यू नीड वन यू नीड वन हॉट बेड ऑफ प्रोग्रेसिव आइडियाज इन दिस कंट्री यूजुअली हॉट बेड इज 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 अ हैज अ पेजोरेटिव कनोटेशन राइट हां लाइक हॉट बेड ऑफ जो उन्होंने तो वो कह रहे वो लॉ कॉलेज की जमीयत से लड़ाई है मैंने कहा ठीक है तो क्या सीन है not really no On, the the sort of jamiyat that we also have yeah. is a pakhtun oriented more ascetic one which is divorced from a lot of uh, even the punjab influence that the jamiyat has so it's actually a very separate distinct entity in kp but the point being is that their inroads into the universities was not as easy as they found it elsewhere in the country especially partly because when they went in they were the first to be armed and the rest of the population had to catch up uh ye jo violent university conflict hua karachi mein punjab mein hua here to sab pehle se cheete the theek hai na to wo ingress zara slow ho gaya tha the ingress had to be one much more of ideas and also like uh, what i what i always i'm amazed and very jealous of with 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 pakhtuns is the uh, like you could have like the hardest core leftist progressive pakhtun jo matlab state se bhi matlab bahut naraz hoga aur matlab hardcore pro india like just you know uh. everything that you don't want to hear like i don't want to hear right? yeah. <laughs> like, you know being like all green and white uh. and like you know raw raw uh. pakistan well not raw raw that's raw, raw, raw. What, whatever like you uh. know pakistan's in nabar or whatever uh. and and azan hogi ha uh. and you'll still be there giving the guy a lecture about you know Mohammed bin Qasim and you know yeah. Pakistan ideology and you know 
Akbar, and he'll be like, "I'll be back in a second. I gotta, I gotta hit the, I gotta hit the namaz. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I'm namaz, but I open up my discussion. So it's also like out Musliming a pakhtun, even a leftist, is a, it's a tricky one. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm glad you brought this up. The thing that hurts me is Joe. Uh, Pakhtun culture has always been conservative, but it's been intensely secular. And this contradiction imbibes itself together in one person where they are personally, innately conservative or religious, but you know, social control was being driven by a certain thing. Many ideas, like Bacha Khan to exist back then, saying what he said then, this ingress that has happened with you know all these extremist forces it's actually one of the things that upsets most people is that culture jo hamari thi wo logo ne bilkul because what we were before is the rest of the country used to think we were dangerous Actually, what we were, we were just simply unfriendly, right? We were really xenophobic. You can tell that So bloody arrogant that traditional hospitality exists when you know someone and things like that. But some of the danger has become very real in the sense that in our cities, Peshawar, elsewhere, you can't go out like you used to. Um, the other thing was like we used to have this thing, we had mutually assured destruction. Yeah, we were prone to fighting. But as children, so everyone was very careful. Like there's so much influx everywhere. Uh, some of the social structures have broken down that it's become genuinely dangerous because you don't know who you're fighting. Well, so I mean there's a bunch of stuff that just a lot of questions really as an again as an outsider and, and an observer uh, to this to this Pakistani subculture but not really a part of it uh, I mean the first is like seriously secular like there's a lot of people who hear that and they say you you got to be kidding right yeah like, yeah this is the one province that gave us an MMA government yeah this is the province that gave us Qazi Hussain and yeah. Siraj al yeah this is the province that gave us J-U-I-F yeah uh, J-U-I-S yeah and all the things that come with those things yeah um, it was a province that was prone that's one thing the other thing is that like for people who are slightly more aware uh, I mean one of the challenges that that a Pakhtun would face making this argument would be look it's well and good that there was a bunch of wealthy Pakhtuns who liked to read, you know, yeah. and, and, and hang out in Delhi yeah. with, with the Congresses. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that the ingress that was available to radical right-wing parties throughout the 70s, 80s, and 90s, yeah. and that turned into something else, of course, yeah. uh, more recently, all that ingress was available because of the social structures and the deep inequality that a lot of Pakhtun nationalists seem to have no problem with at all. I mean, mm. it may be one thing to write, you know, for Ajmal Khatak to write stuff and for, and for Bacha Khan to say stuff, mm. but the people that are the the stewards of Pakhtun nationalism in Pakistan uh, are, they're very much elite. I mean, they're, they're really wealthy and, you know, yeah. uh, and 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 the space for, for like, how is it, how is Bunir like Jamaat Islami country? Yeah. I mean, aren't those guys Pakhtun? Yeah. And how is you know, Dera Ismail Khan and Bannu, uh, Maulana sub country. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's going on over there? Yeah. 
I think, of course, I know I, I have some of the answers to this, but yeah. I'd rather that a Bakhtun speak for Bakhtuns than, than me. I look, I, I do agree. I can't paint it as a you know endemic thing that succeeded and suddenly failed, but in the same way, Agarab Deke. There's been a lot of, like, let's say we had a very original culture in other parts of the country also, which has slowly withered away as the forces became stronger when the state itself, Zawlaq, uh, all these people, and, you know, when they were more successful in actually changing fundamentals of how we believe or react to one another and what the state sub subsequently stood for. In these areas, I mean, again, Bhutto's land reforms, for example, they worked best in KP. If you look at the overall success, it was partly because the culture was inherently, if we take women aside, take it like if we take half of it outside, it's inherently more egalitarian. No doubt. Take I, a, and, and you know what's funny is to realize that, to learn yeah. that. You know, when I spent, I, I spent about seven, eight months, you know, uh, spread over a year in Afghanistan. Right. And that's when I really started to get Pakhtun culture because yeah. in a sense it wasn't, you know, when you're in Peshawar or you're in Mardan, you're kind of, you're like home. Yeah. You know, so you, you're not looking for something different. Yeah. But I was amazed at the fact that every driver, every every cook, like everybody ate their meals together. Yeah. At the same table. Yeah. And it wasn't, it. I mean, the only person it was weird for was little old Karachi slash Lahore boy, you know. Huh. I mean, everybody, <laughs> else, everybody else there was very, very comfortable. Yeah. Um, or I guess Islamabad's boy now, but, uh, or, or old man. Yeah. Maybe not boy, but you know, I I mean, I think yes, no question, and the, that egalitarian streak is what sort of enabled things like the Malik system to sustain itself without without it blowing up. Yeah, because if you read it in a book, it sounds terrible, you know, or if you if you t the tweet version of the of the disenfranchised Malik mm. Malikates, yeah, Malikates, yeah, is very different from from the the rough and tumble reality of the fact that actually every single individual, yeah. uh, that there is an element of democracy there. Uh, I, it's interesting you, 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 you kind of said to begin with, if you take women out of it. Yeah. That, that's a persistent problem. I mean, it's changing. There are areas where they're severely compromised. There's areas where they have some freedoms. And I think hopefully over time, like the question you asked is, could you, um, of the people who are the torchbearers, who are sort of elites and, you know, have they let down the system? Because it's obviously allowed, okay, you know, this traditional format or the traditional uh, sort of, you know, aspirational politics is not working. We'll get actually more equality. We'll get uh, a more rigid, codified system. Everyone knows their place, that the, you know, punishment is swift and whatever. And I can see that appeal to that. Dusra iska masla ye ke like jo hamari frontline obviously everyone knows this frontline jo hamari progressive parties hai. Like if you look at ANP today still, uh, and they've been saying you know they've been at least taking these guys on. If you look at the PPP, problem in ke ye hai ke like they represent in essence some of the best of what Pakistan is or could be, but they just don't deliver. Tigana would delivery unki zara you know, yeah. or at least the perception is so poor. Yeah, it's really bad. The perception a... really is quite bad. But, you know, I, I think uh, I think it's always weird 
when we try to bunch these parties together. Like, I was always uncomfortable with this idea. Like, the liberal secular parties, ANP, PPP, and MQM. Yeah. Like, you couldn't... Those are... The word liberal and secular... They're used as a catch-all for everything that isn't, like, hardcore TTP these yeah. days, right? Like, I mean... Which, which, is, which is, you know, which doesn't work. I mean, yeah. to call the MQM secular uh, yeah. is, is funny because, yeah. of course, uh, the use of uh, religious symbolism uh, by Altaf Hussain has been... I mean, second to none. Yeah, right? I agree. Also, remember what, like these people represent. Although people the, who the, migrated the, to Pakistan, uh, yeah, like, yeah. And, and a lot of them, at least the ones that could afford like a, a train or yeah. a car or, or a plane, at least they told their kids the story that they told them was, you know, this was a, this was like a, it was a religious migration. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I think the MQM has done it, and, and I think they do uphold some some important values in terms of our discourse. Yeah. But you're not, no no serious person is going to call them liberal and secular forces. Yeah. Unless, unless they're just trying to make a point or they're just using what's available or usme se utake agar apne force karna label then I guess it makes sense. ANP is also very interesting because the thing I was saying earlier yeah. that, I mean, the kind of devoutness that I've seen in members of the ANP like sometimes I don't find in, you know, my friends like Urdu speaking or Maha, uh, you know, or, or Punjabi or, or 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 Sindhi friends, you know, who are right leaning aren't yeah. as devout as some some friends in the ANP. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, but you know what, what I think is interesting about what you're saying and you terminology ka masla. So you're right. When I use the word liberal, right, I also mean your right to cover your face should you want to without any uh, sort of pressures. Like having a liberal society is that there is people, they can choose to be as religious as they want, irreligious as they want, or frankly, they just want to live a you know, uh, materialistic XYZ lifestyle. It's, it's about you know, just having that freedom. Like some of the liberal character you find in the West is definitely perverse now as they are edging out certain symbolisms, certain things and whatever. And everyone can have an argument about that. Like in Pakistan, mein ye baat si hai. Like I do consider MQM to be a secular party and uh, PPP and uh, ANP. And however, I agree with you. is In my mind, I've reoriented what the definition is. Because I think if you look at it, uh, those of us, if I look at myself, some people might consider me extreme liberal or fascist wala, but if you if I meet somebody from abroad right, they'd probably say I'm a centrist so we have to acknowledge because in Pakistan mein ab the real I think the crux of the problem right now is life and limb do you believe everyone has a right to live well so this is I think interestingly again going back to Char Sadda yeah um, one of the things that I noticed yesterday uh, and I, I've kind of been calling it for a while. I, I haven't written about it openly because I need to know a little bit more and talk to a few more people before I start writing about it. But this is the benefit of this medium is yeah. to just, you know, we can air some, some unfinished or incomplete thoughts or ideas. So I think that the one of the big challenges that the security establishment, you know, to, to decision makers and strategists say, that they're going to have to contend with in this country is kind of a 21st century Pashtun nationalism. 
and it's not going to come from the AMP. I mean, the AMP is going to obviously ride that wave to the best extent that it can. But I don't think anybody who hasn't lived in KP in the settled areas, yeah. especially urban areas, if you haven't lived there as being from there, I don't think you can understand what what Pakhtuns actually have gone through in the last decade. Yeah. And I think that for a lot of us who don't live there, we we can pontificate about, you know, Pashtun nationalism and ANP and everything. But yesterday is really interesting. You know Muhammad Ali, the PTI guy, you know the guy with the beard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a fine looking man. Yeah. He gets very angry. He's a big Imran Khan huh, supporter. Huh. He's ve- he's one of the sweetest guys, like, you know, on the on the talk show sort of uh, on the circuit. Huh. Know, among the PP Actually, I have to say, most of the PTI guys are actually, you know, off camera, incredibly nice. Actually, uh, they're But sorry, but but like yeah. they're they're nice. I guess I should also. Cameras say. are like they're kryptonite. <laughs> I think something happens. Yeah. <laughs> something does happen. But yesterday I was General watching. General <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday I saw something interesting. Uh, two things that were interesting that I wanted to stay away from even mm. in this conversation but I think we also have to be true to the yeah. to the con- if we're if we're exploring the art of the conversation yeah. I guess we have to be true to its flow as well exactly okay so uh, I mean I'll say it, but like I feel bad about saying it because I feel bad about participating in like this kind of political and ethnic analysis of Charsada and Bachakhan University when actually it was just a bunch of kids and a couple of teachers died like, yeah. and they died be- they died not wanting to yeah. not planning to they didn't go to school to be heroes they went to school to do their job yeah. and it's an important job to do teaching chemistry in charsada at the university level oh my god like that's the dream mm. right that's what yeah, yeah. we want more of that in every city in pakistan yeah. every second and third tier city yeah. in the country anyway buddy interesting cheese uh, hui Here's a PTI guy who are seen generally to be kind of pro-federation, sort of pro-centrist. Yeah. And he went off on the fact that people don't understand how angry Pakhtuns are. Yeah. And I was watching him and I was saying, right now, Muhammad Ali, he's not, he's not PTI. Yeah. He's A&P. Yeah. And what, I guess what I'm trying to warn people about, and I haven't, Like I said, it's a thought that, that I'm working on, uh, a set of ideas and, you know, I need to articulate more clearly. There's going to be a time, potentially, if we don't respect the sentiment, that Pashtun nationalism or what we see as Pashtun nationalism when it's articulated by Bushra Gohor or Afrasiyab Khatak is something that every Pashtun, whether they're Jamaat Islami or JEYF or PTI or PMLN, they're going to articulate it because it's a thing that's felt by people, not by Pashtuns, yeah. not by PTI walas or Insafians yeah. or ANP walas or Khaksars or, you know, red shirts or whatever. It's felt by human beings for whom, who, for who they, they've watched their homes set fire to. Like yeah. literally, how many, how many people do you know that have moved out of Peshawar in the last decade? So many. But I wonder mainstream mein Pakistani ko ye baat pata hai nahi. Yeah. I mean, do people realize how many, I realize because I live in Islamabad. Yeah. And like we've seen entire neighborhoods yeah. transform in the last decade. But where's this guy from? No, oh, they moved here from Peshawar. Yeah. Just bought a house. Yeah. Moved here from Peshawar. Forget about the toll just at a human level. Think soon about the we're economic. Gonna, soon we're going to make little gangs and beat you guys up. 
Uh, I thought that's what you guys did with the A&P. <laughs> we'll talk about that, yeah. you know, uh, on a lighter note and maybe in another episode. But just think about the economic impact. When people pick up and they take away, like you have a house in Hayatabad. Yeah. I don't know, Der Dokoroto Bega. You've got tons of money, like you've got a few plazas or whatever. Yeah. And you've got money in the bank. And you take all of it and you come to Islamabad and you buy like a six Kuroropi house or whatever. Yeah. And you settle down. You know, suddenly you've you've just... I mean, you've, you're destroying the economy. Yeah. The the real local economy. Not just Peshawar, Mardan, Jarsadda, yeah. uh, Swabi. Yeah. So, you know, I think these are things that people need to realize. I, I mean, I, I do agree because even, uh, like, even I'm I'm from Jarsadda, right? So I feel I'm not qualified to speak on that university or where... Um, Pakhtun sentiment is right now because partly in my own assessment these days I just think the challenges facing the country are so large that sometimes you know I actually think like there are existential issues that sometimes transcend almost some of uh, our federating problems but these federating problems are hugely important I mean I remember following some of the stuff in Balochistan during the Dharna and what I loved was what they were saying is like they care you are two groups of Punjab-based people coming in. What did Balochistan You know, the anger of what was the scope of what was being allowed. Now, right now, again, you asked, they have settled areas, I settled area wala char sadas that. we literally don't know ke, the scope of suffering I mean, recently, um, uh, you know, somebody married into our family from North Waziristan and, you know, she's always talking about her home in North Waziristan. Why? Because they had to run away. Their whole town, essentially, is a ghost town because they had to abandon it. Otherwise, there was a chance. Of so they haven't been to their homes in two, three years. However, the day they had their bed unmade, whatever, but look at the lack of empathy. Because the reaction in Karachi is what is in any other city? What is in our cities? Exactly. What is in our cities? You know, the, I mean, this is a mess. This is a right. And, and I think that it needs really thoughtful mid to long term vision and leadership, which I just don't see anywhere. If everything is going to get reacted to, you know, we saw about three weeks ago, uh, yet again, the controversy around the CPEC sort of bubble huh. up. And every time it happens, there has to be kind of an emergency meeting, and basically it goes all the way to the level of the prime minister. And when it does, he's actually a phenomenal. Uh, so I'm. I fear that I'm really in the tank for, like, yeah. you know, for this prime minister. Yeah. For some of the things that he's done. Yeah. There's a there's a certain grace with which he's yeah. he's been prime minister in this. I mean, there's a lot to criticize. Yeah, but he's a very very good negotiator and reconciler. Right. So people listen to him when he picks up the phone and calls. Yeah. It's just that he hardly ever does it. So yeah. that's the criticism. Anyway, he picks up the phone. He calls a few people. We'll see. Pick this up. Things are okay again. You haven't resolved or dealt with any of the underlying grievances yeah. that allow politicians in these parties, the elite, yeah. the leeches, if you want to call them, yeah. to exploit uh, those underlying sentiments. I mean, we haven't even touched Sindh yet, you know, but yeah. that's, an, that's a whole other story. 
you know, the emerging sort of, you know, radicalization and parts of sin that, you know, people thought would never happen. Yeah. Even that's happening. So where's that coming from? All of that stuff is coming from these grievances that people have because they, be, they feel left out. And it may, all it might take is a, is a DCO action, right? It yeah. could be like a dis, dis, deputy commissioner or, or a DCO or somebody that could fix a problem that, yeah. would, that would make someone feel like, okay, somebody's listening. And yet the way that it's getting solved right now is that the prime minister picks up a phone and calls a few people. Yeah. So, well, kudos to the prime minister, but that's not how you run a country. And that's not how you engage 25-year-olds in, 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 in another 50 years of citizenship and civic relations. I mean, I actually think, I mean, so here's the thing is like, on, especially on CPAC, which is important to KP and Balochistan and the rest of the country, actually. I think it's odd that, you know, he has to mediate a solution and become a statesman in that form when the crux of the issue is partly because this particular government likes to keep things so close to its chest for fear of, uh, spoilers coming in, yeah, you know, discussion, derailing consensus, that is case may especially, some of the things is partly because of their inability to tell people that ye mil sakta hai, ye nahi mil sakta. Okay, rather than taking cover under the guise of the Chinese, ke Chinese have a big role to play in all the decision making and, you know, we'll have to do it. But I think right now, again, um, even, even for myself, I think now when I look at that example that I heard of from North Waziristan, the mistake is like, I can now imagine I wish I'd gone to the refugee camp. There are so many stories that have come out of those camps uh, of what's happened to them, the sort of indignity with which they've lived. And again, they had a different kind of indignity while they were living in Waziristan, which was they could no longer feel assured that my life, you know, like the smallest infraction could cause loss of life by, you know, new extremists who've moved in and whatever. And they've just traded one for the other. And I agree with you that the rest of the country, I mean, again, we're talking about secular progressive parties like the PPP's, um, you know, statements regarding internal migration at one point where they wanted to put up, you know, stops to it. I mean, that... The MQM? The MQM? Huh? No, the PMLN? Huh? I mean, imagine Lahore receiving as many, whatever you might say about the PPP and the MQM. I yeah. mean, Karachi is the mother that only Ge gives. Huh? I agree. I mean, huh? people take and take from it, every every ethnicity. So, huh? like, I don't, I'm not particularly sort of, you know, fussed about that. Yeah. But imagine a million and a half Pakhtuns descending upon Lahore. Yeah. Imagine the political discourse that we'd hear about that. I'm afraid that the, <laughs> there'd be violence from day one. I mean, and this is, you know, it's so scary. Did you go ever to any of these camps? No, this is what I regret. I so I, I yeah. as you know, I think, you know, yeah. I, I did. Yeah. And I did wave after, like, so I went, um, you know, after the earthquake, I, I saw a bunch of stuff that nobody should ever have to see. Yeah. And people lived it. And then after the uh, floods, you know, I went up and... Yeah. And again, I mean, some of the stuff you saw, it was just no shadow of MNSECG's. Like, it was unbelievable, yaar. I saw a school. You know, school gara foot unchi chat hoti hai. People were floating on the roof of schools with charpais. Yeah. Right? Traditionally, the public sector infrastructure gets built on a slightly higher level, elevated level. Because 
the British actually were quite smart, yeah. which is why they ruled for as long as they did. They used to always build public sector infrastructure there because they knew that flooding was yeah. flooding. I mean, yeah. it was insane. Yeah. And remember, the 2009 floods started with Peshawar. It was that sort of storm in Peshawar over like six or seven hours where yeah. there was as much rain as there is usually in a year. Yeah. It took place in a day. And yeah. that, that's, Achha, phir, you recall the Sawat operation and the displacement of uh, that was massive. Into, oh. So I, I spent some time in Mardan and in a, in a village called, or not even a village, like a place called Hathian. Yeah, I know Hathian. Yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, I saw schools there and we did yeah. some relief work there. And then, of course, uh, most recently, um, the Fata uh, displacement after yeah. the first round of Zadbiyaz, uh, sort of July last year. Jab, yeah. r- jab Ramzan uh, Ayatha and people were moving during Ramzan and it was like, you know, obviously there was a lot of charity at that time. And you think that, and I think this is what the rest of the country, you know, Punjabis, Mahajars, Baloch, Sindhis, people who don't want to associate with any ethnicity um, because they're Pakistani, which is great. Everybody, you know, should do their thing and do what they're comfortable with, but try not to impose their thing on other people. But I think we all have to realize that this, this part of the country and what it's endured, both in terms of natural disasters and man-made disasters. Yeah. It's, it's a lot, man. It's too much. I mean, it's, it's unprecedented. It's, 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 you know. And so, I've actually, I've got this policy. Like, I literally think that Naraz Pakhtun kuch bhi keh sakta aur usko ijazat honi jayye. Like, you know, and, and you do see that. I mean, yeah. I, we saw some of that yesterday. Like, it was, yeah. you know, on Twitter, on television, there was, there was definitely element of like, what the hell is going on, yaar? How much are we supposed to endure? Yeah. And it's a legitimate question. And I don't have the answer to that, but, but I'm not the prime minister, the army chief, or you know, and anybody that runs anything. So. Yeah. But, but we need to have answers. You know, we, we may not solve the problem tomorrow. It's been over a year since APS. I think we have gone to solving some problems. There's no question FATA may clean up There's no question some organizations are definitely sort of on the run. Yeah. But people's grievances have to be addressed. This is not just about kinetic action. This is about addressing how people feel about themselves. Yeah. I mean, I found something very interesting I read yesterday. And, and this is, again, the articulation. Maybe we agree with it or not. But if you're... Okay, but, but, but if you think about it, somebody was saying is like, you know, we're tired of being set up as your buffer zone for security. Ke, and now the question people are asking is that So that also points to like a relative failure and it also points to the relative advanced development of other areas because it's easier to control subsequently and also parceling sort of state patronage out to keep some people where they are without going too crazy. Lekin, again with you know, Bacha Khan University yesterday, I think one of the key things that has sort of come out is what you are saying is like giving space, not just to Pakhtuns, but to anybody. We we do use this argument, can you not be national for a day? Can you not be uh, not divisive for a day and whatever? But when people say like this is long-standing you might not agree with it. Some people do it in a very crass fashion. Some people do it in, frankly, a very offensive and slightly even racist fashion. But 
the question is ke wo space jo hai na because especially with pakhtuns one of the things i find interesting and you mentioned it once or twice ke yaar tum log to india ke sath the ho aur pata nahi the moment you guys really articulate your thing like i find very interesting there's a guy on facebook that i know zuhaib ayat and he wrote something he's like in one day you've already decided india did this but if bacha khan was india's agent why would they attack their own person theek hai na the point being well there's a good answer to that but uh, we, we won't get into it uh, but but the, the point being is dekhen there is um i also find that immediately one of the worst things that could happen and here i have a probably a blind spot not necessarily because i love india or i've ever been or anything but you know i just don't see the rationale for them to actually destabilize this huge country and they probably do it in parts here and there lekin दो चीज़ें वन इज़ दैट फॉर अस टू इमीडिएटली से ये किसी और ने किया हमने नहीं किया सर इन द क्वेश्चन ऑफ वट थिंकिंग प्रोसेस लीड्स टू दिस वो तो ख़त्म ही हो जाता है बिकॉज यू एक्चुअली परचेस्ड एजेंट्स हुव डन समथिंग लाइक दिस एंड आई थिंक दैट्स वन ऑफ द डेंजरस थिंग्स अबाउट रिजॉल्विंग थिंग्स लाइक दिस इज वन यू एक्सटर्नली फैक्ट्रेड विद दीज नॉन स्टेट एजेंट्स के यही कर रहे हैं एंड देर जस्ट परचेसिंग पीपल रियल क्वेश्चन इज लाइक दीज फोर किड्स आई मीन देवर एसेंशली वट सिक्सटीन टू ट्वेंटी फाइव हु डिड दिस वायलेंस I think money must have played a factor in it. I think there is a factor that they were recruited. They had a sense of purpose, but they obviously believed to do this kind of egregious zulm. They really believed that somehow these guys are out there destroying the very fabric of what our religion is or what our country should be or could. And be. and the question also is, I so I'm 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 not keen to cut India any slack. Yeah, uh, it's not done anything to deserve that as yeah. a Pakistani. but i'm also not keen to cut my own country any slack yeah. i mean we put ourselves here exactly. we, we are yeah. sitting like when you're a sitting duck do you go and blame the hunter yeah when you know you're being hunted i mean for the people that are blaming india yeah i mean they're the ones that unlike you and all these liberal you know these pansy liberals <laughs> they're the ones who know ke yaar india ko nahi trust karna to baba agar india ko nahi trust karna aur aapko 60 saal se pata hai to lala please explain to me what the hell you're doing being a sitting duck for them yeah where's our preparation uh, right yeah and why and, are you so easy to be the sold uh, exactly uh, and that's a really important question uh, how is it what is what does it say about our national vision and our national ethos that left right and center whether it's for baloch nationalism uh, or it's for uh, mahajir nationalism in karachi because mqmb terrorist kehlati na uh, mainstream pakistani discourse mein to ye openly uh, outside mein, karachi uh, definitely acha to महाजर नेशनलिज्म भी मतलब बेसिकली बिकाऊ बलोच भी बलोच नेशनलिज्म भी जो है रिलीजन जो सबसे अहम चीज है इस मुल्क की इसकी क्वालिटी उसमें भी जो है मतलब रिलीजन के नाम पर बिकाऊ that can compete with a few dollars yeah right yeah, yeah you know huh. i think that i mean that's that's a problem exactly. that's a problem not for india or afghanistan to solve huh. again don't trust india don't trust afghanistan you have evidence let's let's see the evidence let's go after them i agree right but in the meantime what, like what about us what what, what are we doing aur dusri cheez ye ki jahan hamari agency hai Exactly. I mean, Charsada is, is not on the border. Ah, uh, exactly. Charsada is deep in the heart of uh, 
خیبر پختونخوا یہ بھی برا لگتا ہے نا لوگوں کو این ڈبلو ایف پی کیوں نہیں تمہارے گھر کو بولے ساؤتھ ایسٹ فرنٹیئر نام رکھتے to the coherence of Pakistan we will remain a threat as long as Afghanistan remains un, an unresolved sort of arena for conflict. Okay, I'll just add a qualification to this. I think sometimes we do see we had a sort of pan-Pakhtun thing in the 60s, 70s. Ajmal Khatak went and settled in Kabul. Yeah. So it was a pan-Pakhtun thing. Today it was strong. Now the resentment is endogenous to the area, less informed by Afghan Pakhtuns because Pakhtuns have also realized and this is a, like a, a very bad way of saying don't, don't give away like an in-house secret to all the Punjabis and Mahajars and Sindhis. Eh? So well, exactly. Exactly. If we think like okay, Lahore and Karachi are like 50 years ahead of Peshawar and KP. We know Afghanistan is like minus 200 years behind. Yeah. And wo, this is like that rationalization that started after the loss of Bangladesh. Every year there was a flood. Na, but, you remember yeah, that, yeah, right? Course, I mean, course. it's no, we, the same we, thing. We still hear it. We still hear it. Amartya Sen's sort of, you know, most important work was on the famines in, yeah. in, uh, in Bengal. Look, uh, Fasi, what I'm saying, I don't have a problem with Pashtun nationalism. Like every nation within Pakistan, Pakistan is a multinational nation. It's an amazing I country. Agree. I agree. I love the fact that we have people here who are like, I've been Pakhtun for a thousand years, yeah. and uh, for thousands of years, a Muslim for 1400 years, and a Pakistani for like 60, 60 70. Years, like yeah. I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And and it's no, like, my two rakats, I mean, two rakats, two rakats, two rakats, which I should do in the وہ اس سے افیکٹ نہیں ہوتی کہ تیری تیری سینس آف جینیالوجی جو ہے ہاؤ فار بیک اٹ گوز اینڈ واٹ لینگویج یو ایٹ ود سو بٹ بٹ دا لائف دیٹ آئی لو ہیئر از مور ویوڈ بیکاز آف دیٹ گائے رائٹ اور دیٹ لیڈی ویری اسٹرانگلی یو نو سندھی ابو سو سو آئی تھنک اٹس اے گریٹ تھنگ آئی تھنک اٹس اے تھریٹ وین پیپل فیل لائک دیر ناٹ گیٹنگ اینی تھنگ فرام دا نیشنل پروجیکٹ Well, I agree with that. And I also think sometimes that our sort of ethnic identities, hai na, these are livable identities honed over thousands of years. The national forced consensus sometimes looks like a fantasy. 
it takes out i mean i still believe that you can be hugely nationalistic to your ethnic identity and you can be a perfectly solid pakistani you'll still take up arms for the state you'll still do this and that however i find ke the greatest because it destroys the very basic uh, elements of starting a discussion is when you suspect ke ye banda jo hai na he has different loyalties ha iska qibla kahin aur hai qibla koi aur so by the way so i mean look to end the discussion yeah. here's what i i i'd like to end it on something slightly controversial you said you can't see why india would do this yeah i think whoever did it and, yeah. and i'm not saying india did it but whoever attacked bacha khan university on bacha khan's death anniversary yeah. in charsanda in 2016 Huh. They didn't like this wasn't an accidental target. It was on purpose. It was on purpose. Somebody wants us to be talking about Pashtun identity. Well, now, I, now, now when you and I talk about it, we talk about it like adults. Yeah. Right? And alhamdulillah, we've had the benefit of western educations and we're both well fed. Yeah. We're not hungry. Exactly. We're, we're not that pissed off with the world. We're yeah. angry about a lot of stuff. Yeah. So so we talk about it but it tamiz se. Main apne matlab jo hai sometimes I'll even poke you but you know and you can do the same and, and it's all good. Now take away all the privilege. Yeah. Now what does that discussion look like? It looks like the like the like the multi car wreck. that i saw on social media yesterday yeah. when people were talking at each other about their identities rather yeah. than with each other i agree dividing and conquering is the oldest trick in the book and whether it's the ttp or whoever else that was responsible for this attack they win when we beat each other up with our words and our sentences instead of trying to get other people to understand Done. our words yeah i i just had one last thing before we finish oh yeah okay sometimes and and this is related to what you're saying is like you know who and why and this is obviously my perspective wo ye hai ke most people say ke the ttp are just pakhtuns on steroids that's not true ttp ka one of their primary dushmanis is against pakhtun culture because that is the bulwark against that kind of extremism of course, of course. and you know it is also a great message is that you know what bacha khan stood for a university you know whatever uh, um um charsada has colleges it's got some great ones i mean they taught chemistry there before as well undergraduate degrees sab kuch i'm not aware ke had they become masters places or not lekin uh, you know the fact that the university and all those things are there represented another step another aspiration for the culture the fact that there was a 600 strong guest list for you know poetry and all that or agar aap pakhtun poetry dekh ke you know you'll be amazed at the messages if you all you have to do is listen to ghani khan and you wonder ke yaar you know how did this man survive for so long and be celebrated by these people so i'm just saying is ke i think some sometimes the mischaracterization of the ttp is yes it's probably uh, rank and file is pakhtuns but it is not the pakhtun culture that's driving it is like a new iteration which is so radically different that for it to succeed it has to eliminate the old may allah protect uh, always all pakhtuns and pakhtun culture as one of the most dynamic and beautiful things about being pakistani for me may allah help our hearts come closer together and may allah destroy the enemy's intent and plans to split us apart inshallah is pe to high five hona chahiye abhi karte hain all right everyone this is great as usual
आज जरा सीरियस था इन शेट्स होप थिंग्स पिक अप लाइफ बिकम्स बेटर एंड प्रेयर्स फॉर एवरी वन हु लॉस्ट दर लाइफ एंड दैट नथिंग लाइक दिस शुड एवर है